sound cue, go. Welcome to Off Headset, a podcast about two sleepy boys on a rainy Tuesday evening. Um, hi, Adam. Hi. <laughs> I was waiting for Adam to show up for the for the recording today, and I accidentally fell asleep. Yeah. And I woke up to Adam flopping down next to me and going, "Okay, time for me to take a nap." Yep. Yeah. It's lovely. It's been it's been one of those weeks, man, yeah, and it's, it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, but it's great. It's, you know, we live in our lives. I'm sleepy. A rainy, rainy Nova. It took me an hour to drive 15 miles. Traffic today has been uh, real bad. Yeah. Yeah, it took me about an hour to get to work this morning. Usually, it takes me about 20 minutes. It's tax season. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's driving around miserable. For tax no, everyone's yeah. just miserable in tax season. Well, this is my first time really filing taxes. Yeah, it was, I'm, very, it was I'm easy. Still, I'm still working on it. It was easy. <laughs> Got to finish I, that. Yeah. Two things, two points of business, I guess, real quick. Last week, I said the email was offheads at podcast at gmail dot com. I was wrong. It is offheadset at gmail dot com. So if you ever want to reach out to us, you can find us there. Also, we're going to be taking next week off. Uh, I'm doing some traveling. Adam's going to be pretty busy. And shows and auditions. Yeah. All sorts. Yeah. So next week we're taking off. We'll, so we'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. I can't really think of any other urgent housekeeping. Yeah. Let's just jump into it. Okay. We've got a fun topic today. Yeah. You know, it's been a lot of business the past two weeks of job hunting and the stress and the stress behind auditioning so we're just gonna have a fun little episode today about uh superstition in theater specifically yeah yeah theater people are kind of a superstitious lot we're weird yeah it kind of comes with the territory and then you'll you'll either get i've seen people who really really believe in these and people who just just scoff at yeah yeah which i you know i always thought i was never a very superstitious person and yet, you know, I've been read for filth by a uh, horoscope. <laughs> I, you know, Zodiac, everyone who knows me knows that I, I've been read for filth by my Zodiac sign <laughs> so many times. I like, you know, I say I'm not superstitious and then I'm like, but there's always those things that, you know, you just can't explain. I don't know if, I don't know if I would call myself a superstitious person, but mm-hmm. I believe in luck and karma. Yeah. And... And there's like there's like some things that I always do, in like I do the I do the Italian sign for warding off evil, right? Which is you. I've seen you do that. Yeah, you you cup uh, <laughs> you cup the most precious part of your body, and then you make the sign of the devil and you throw it at the floor. Yeah, and you get rid of the bad juju. Yeah. But we can get right into it. Do we want to just start with the most famous yeah, one? Yeah, so we're just going to talk a little bit about today, about some fun, you know, theater superstitions, you know. Our experiences with them. Our experiences with superstitions. I think we've both encountered what could be ghosts in theaters before, or just like weird... Or heard stories. Or heard stories yeah. about them. So we're just going to have some fun tonight, you know, just 
Yeah. Trading yeah. ghost stories, yeah. essentially. We didn't um, want to wait till October. Yeah, right. Maybe we'll I literally, this I had I had that thought. I was like, should we wait? Should we wait till October? Yeah. I was like, nah. We'll talk about like horror theater. Yeah, that's a good idea. October. I love uh, that. Yeah. But uh yeah, so the first one we're gonna talk about today it's known uh, as the Scottish play. The Scottish play. Uh so here's the, the most thing. well known play. Uh, about Harry Potter, the cursed child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Place in Scotland. <laughs> that's what. Whenever you hear someone talk about the Scottish play, that's yeah, what it's that's about. That's what they're referring to. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, so yeah, the Scottish play. I'm even like hesitant to say the Macbeth, name here, Macbeth. but it's we're Macbeth. not in a yeah. We're not in a we're theater. Not in a theater. We're not that's in a the theater. Thing. Everyone think just saying it is. There, I know people, you know, who won't even say the title yeah. of Macbeth. But it's only supposed to be bad luck in a theater. So we're fine. Don't listen to this episode in a theater. Uh, well, but well, it's not like they're saying. Would that count? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so Macbeth is supposed to be the probably most cursed play in at least English literature. Yeah, I mean, the, the most cursed theatrical production is clearly Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to go somewhere, like, Greek with that, with, like, Oedipus, <laughs> no. but no, yeah, I should have known. Um, but yeah, so Macbeth, uh, it's, I didn't know this, uh, but I, you know, was reading up on it. Macbeth is supposedly cursed because Shakespeare wrote in real witches' spells. Huh. You know, you've got the three witches and Macbeth, and apparently Shakespeare used, like, real witches' spells that, you know, angered these witches, and so they put a curse. I'm trying to remember lines from the witches. I I, I can't remember any. Yeah, so that's apparently where the origin of this curse comes from, and there are just, you know, stories of theaters burning down when they're doing Macbeth, or actors dying in the middle of productions... Which you know, I've never experienced. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Maybe maybe that maybe everyone goes like, Oh, Macbeth is cursed because like all these bad things happen. Bad things happen in theaters all the time. Maybe Macbeth is just done a it's lot. Just done too much. <laughs> I had a really bad thought just now. What if we shouldn't be saying Macbeth on our podcast? What if it what if it's bad juju? I mean we already said that, you know, it's not in a theater, so it doesn't count. So, Alright, but this yeah. is like a theatrical you're gonna make it real if you keep talking okay, about it. So okay. we're just gonna keep well, talking okay, about well, it. Okay, well, in theory, uh, if we wanted to get rid of the bad juju, how do you do it? Yeah, so, that's the thing, is I didn't know that there were ways to uh, break the bad juju until I was doing a little bit of reading. So, you know, everyone sort of has heard before of a way to break just, like, bad luck is to, you know, turn around three times, yeah. spit, and then you yeah, say a bad spit. word. Um, and I've heard curse. Yeah. There's another um, one where you have to spin around 11 times and go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to Dionysus. I did not know that. Yeah, that's what oh. I read. Maybe that's that one's a little more regional. Yeah. But I've always I've always heard spin three times, spit, curse. Mm-hmm. Well, the one that I just read is you remove the person from the theater. The person who said it. You have to remove them and from the theater. And you kill them in the back like a dog. It, that might be where the bad luck comes from. So that's probably not it. Um, but you remove this person from the theater. You have them spin around and, you know, say, you spit or say a bad word. And then you bring them back into the theater and they quote a line from Hamlet. 
is oh, supposed and Hamlet to cancels out. It's supposed to cancel out. So I saw two things. I saw it either is Hamlet or The Merchant of Venice because I didn't know this either. But supposedly The Merchant of Venice is considered a lucky play. So I didn't know that. Reciting reciting a line from one of these two productions is supposedly supposed to uh, counteract the bad luck of saying Beth in a theater, which I had never heard of. Yeah, so no, that's, that's interesting. That's kind of cool. I have uh, a friend that I know of who's doing Macbeth right now up north. I'll have to I'll have to send her that. I wonder how she's dealing with that. Yeah, have you ever yeah. said Macbeth in a theater? I don't think I have. Or in my memory, at least. I don't remember it. I may have said it when I was a wee, wee lad. And I remember, in, I remember I, in high school, I would I would intentionally say it mm-hmm. for shows that I didn't like. You fool. Well. <laughs> yeah. Look how you turned up. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm a little more, like, I don't know if I, like, I believe in luck and karma, but I don't know if I believe in the Macbeth one, but I still say the Scottish play just because I know there are people who do Out care. of respect. Yeah. When you put a lot of work into a show and someone comes out on stage and says Macbeth, it could be seen as kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I remember picking up more and more on theater superstitions because uh, the first show I was in in college... Uh, six characters in search of an author. Uh, that yes. was just like a really spooky show, it just was in a general. Very show. But then our director, Alec Henneberger, is very mm-hmm. superstitious, yeah, he is. and so he would like drill these things into us. And so I sort of picked up a lot of stuff from that. Mm-hmm. And you know, six characters is very meta, and like people who are actors who are also characters, and the show being a show yeah, within no, a show. That, that show is nuts. Um, and so like. There are some ghost stories that came out of those rehearsals, and I remember us sitting around in rehearsal one day, and like a door slammed, and there was like no way for that door to have been touched. Probably by just anyone. a draft. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> I don't know. I've picked up more and more superstitions well, as I've gotten older. Speaking of ghost stories, we could move into um, talking about ghost lights in theater. Yeah, ghosts. you want to take that one away? Yeah, sure. Um, so the ghost light was a uh, superstition of some. Maybe it started as a superstition. Maybe it started as a practical yeah. thing. Because the ghost light is there to. Some people say it's there to ward off ghosts, mm-hmm. and some people say it's there for the ghost. Mm-hmm. So the ghost will have light in yeah. their space. Personally, I just think it's a safety thing. <laughs> you need light in a theater for when. Someone inevitably walks in. Someone walks in, has to turn on the lights and stuff. You need a ghost light on. So I don't I don't know if I believe that, but I do I do like the superstition attached to it. It makes it feel almost like a sacred kind of light fixture in the theater. And usually the ghost light is a piece of crap. I mean, yeah, it'll just be like a pole with like one light bulb attached to it at the top. Our ghost light at my theater is one of the house lights that has been kind of reworked and rewired so it's just like a really really bright bulb that we use i like that yeah no it's nice yeah but they these ghost lights just become like a standing tradition almost at graduation you know apparently i didn't know this until i was like days before graduating it's a tradition at mason for the last person in line to drag the ghost light across really? the stage i didn't know that with him because gabe zach Gabe his Zach last dragged name, it? His last name starts with Z. He dragged the ghost light with him to That's accept cool the diploma as he shook hands with the dean. 
So shout out for Gabe for being our. And our I know the, uh, I know the CFA guys. They decorate their ghost light mm-hmm. based on whatever season it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. What um, about theater ghosts? You have any experiences with theater well, ghosts? Well, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, in a show we were working on together, uh, an experiment with an air pump. Oh uh, yeah. yeah! Do you remember that? Yeah, there was we finally some weird we stuff finally happening. got into the pl- into the space when we were doing the show, and this show was about just like spooky crap in general because like at the beginning it's it's set in this old house in england and at the beginning of the play it's in like 1990s they find a box of bones and then you know you flash back to the past um until steadily the the story of this girl's murder is unraveled yeah um and we were rehearsing the play and uh you know all the actors were on stage uh you were off stage left uh, yeah. mm-hmm. where like typically that was your post and our other ASM was off right and, but I don't remember where Gabby was our stage manager she wasn't in the booth Yeah, but like that's the weird part is all of a sudden someone was like Gabby are you up there and like the lights just go off in the theater yeah. all the lights yeah. like, all the stage lights all the house lights went off and just everything went dark and nobody moves and they're just off for a few seconds, and then suddenly everything comes back on. And Gabby, our stage manager, is in the house, like, right next to the stage. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and how this space is set up. You have to go, like, out and then around and yeah, then no, up there's no to easy get... Way there's no easy way from, from the, the booth. booth. Yeah. So there's, like, no way for it to have been her... And then two or three of the actors, it was like Rebecca and Maggie, were like, no, I like, we swear we like saw someone up in the booth. So that was, that was weird. And we never got an explanation. Um, Probably just Mike or Tom. Right. Someone. And like, I think (laughs) one of the suspects was that um, the other ASM, Nathan, just like leaned up against the wall and like knocked (laughs) a, like knocked a, a light switch and was too embarrassed to say anything about it maybe which is like a totally valid explanation yeah. but like we never it got one spooky. it was very spooky so uh that was that was one ghost story in harris theater at george mason i would believe that harris theater is haunted yeah we had a theater ghost in my high school i went to a school that bordered on a couple lakes mm-hmm. and I think 10, 15 years before I got there, one of there was a theater kid who drowned in one of the lakes. Oh. And Jeez. people thought that he haunted the theater. And they were like... A lot of the older kids had some stories. Our theater teacher had some stories. Mm-hmm. There was a time where she was like doing some blocking on stage and she had everybody on stage right. And then she was like looking at it. She was like, no, everybody move to center. And everybody moves to center. And as soon as they do, a light fixture just fell right where they had been standing uh, like a few seconds ago so so just fun things like that that's terrifying it's very i feel like it's very easy to blame catastrophes in theater on ghosts yeah. and supernatural events but now that i've been working backstage for so long I, i'm kind of starting like not to ruin anybody's <laughs> fun but a lot of it is just from unsafe practices yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's where uh, the superstition of whistling comes yeah. from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another superstition uh, is that you should never whistle in a theater because it brings bad luck and it uh, 
you know, anyone who does will get hurt or some bad thing will happen around you. But there's actually a really interesting origin story to Mm -hmm. that. The technicians back in the day who were working in theaters uh, were sailors. Yeah, they were sailors when they were on shore leave. Yeah. And they had Um, rigging skills and knot skills. Yeah, so they knew how to, like, handle all these ropes to deal with the curtains and whatnot. And um, they used to use whistles as signals. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, you're standing on stage... And suddenly you whistle, like, some combination. Yeah, an actor whistles, and the stagehead sailor backstage goes, that's my cue, brings in the set, and it hits you on the head, and you yeah. die, because those sets were not made for safety. Yeah. That was uh, a way long time ago, but it stuck around, you know, that you should never whistle in the theater. And I so- didn't hear that one until... Until I was in college. Really? Yeah. I, I think I knew that one beforehand, but I think it's interesting how just, like, these superstitions or legends or whatever like you look back and most of the time you can find like some sort of practical reason yeah um Mm -hmm. behind it that explains it i guess they haven't found one for the scottish play yet Um, i still think it's because it's it's just probably produced so much overdone but it is fun it's very spooky but even you know it comes down to just like simple stuff like like saying break a leg yeah. Even. Mm-hmm. And it's like a very simple one that everyone knows. But, you know, you're never supposed to tell someone good luck, I guess, just because, you know, the universe we'll always has down. always has something else in mind. Yeah. So it's just a reverse psychology, I guess. But I don't I don't know if reverse psychology works on the universe. I used to try when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be like, hey, make bad things happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> And here I, I am. I was going to say, how'd that work out for you? Break a leg is interesting. The way I've always heard it is it comes from, I think, Victorian times, where you didn't get paid unless you walked out on stage. Mm. And walking out on stage was called breaking a leg because of the leg yeah. side. Oh. That, like... I never heard that. Really? Yeah, I had never heard of yeah, that. Yeah, no, before. that's that's what I always heard is huh. that's where break a leg comes from. It comes from walking out on stage and you then being able the to break you break the leg and then you're able to receive some money. So that's why break huh. the leg is is good luck. See, you learn something new. Like I like I said, I thought it was just like <laughs> reverse psychology. No, that's what Karma. I've heard. I've also heard that um, I did a little bit of research before this. I don't know mm-hmm. how how good this is but i also heard that break a leg was something understudies would say to their actors right yeah. right right right. which <laughs> that's pretty i mean everyone's always heard the like high school drama story of, break, like, a, break a leg or it's like i'll just i'll just push her down a stairwell and then i'll get the part you know everyone everyone's told someone to push someone else down a stairwell i've never them. i've literally never heard that before in my life that's because you you're not an actor. You actors are horrifying, <laughs> disgusting animals. Yeah. Animals. Yeah. So I have I have two. So far, we've only talked about ones that I've heard of. There are two that I looked up that surprised me. One is blue clothing. Blue clothing on stage is seen as a sign of bad luck. Really. Once again, going back to Victorian England theater, blue dye was the most expensive right. dye. So struggling theater companies would use a lot of blue dye in their clothing in order to make audiences think they were rich mm. and and successful. 
And the way you get around that is you trim the blue clothing in silver. Or you use real silver on stage. Mm-hmm. And then you show actual wealth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. I'd yeah. never heard of that. But I found it in a couple spots online. Interesting. Yeah. Something to think about when you're costume designing, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I almost... Because it, it didn't go into detail. It could just be like you're wearing a blue t-shirt in rehearsal. Or you have blue in your costume. That's What, what is supposed to happen if you wear... I think it's just bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a sign of bad luck. Hmm. And then the other one, which I first heard about a couple days ago from the people working on the show that we're mounting at Mason right now. Yeah. Apparently, it's bad luck to say the last line of the play before opening night. I think I have heard that once yeah. or twice. Ed Giroux is yeah. directing The Night Thor is Spent in Jail. Yeah. And he did not let the actor playing Thoreau say the last line before open, like even on soft opening, even on preview. Yeah. He just, he didn't say the line. Huh. Yeah. So Ed apparently swears by that, which, yeah, but I, I mean, I it's been around in professional work for long enough. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. But I had never heard of that before in my life. Yeah. That was crazy. That's wild to me. Yeah. Huh. Can you imagine? Yeah, no, I that it feels weird. Yeah, that feels weird to me. Although I bet, I bet you anything, being that actor on opening night and finally saying <laughs> that, like, yeah, that has got to be like huge. Yeah, that has got to be massive. That's got to feel so good. Yeah, I wonder just like what the justification. I mean, but like I suppose you can never really like justify like true superstition. Yeah, I guess I think that's sort of a a key thing just about superstition but i you know i always want to find meaning or justification behind anything yeah no so. i feel that I, well, I do wonder what the meaning behind that is yeah i'll have to ask him yeah get back yeah no we should yeah we should reach out to him that's pretty much all i've got yeah 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 this is a fun little episode about superstition yeah a little bit shorter than the others but yeah. that's fine i mean that's fine uh, like i said we're sleepy boys I mean, I think not everything has to be quite so long-winded anyway. No. <laughs> Speaking of myself. <laughs> um, i trying to think yeah. of any other, any other superstitious stories. Always... I've definitely gotten yelled at for saying Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever done a production of Macbeth? I haven't. I might be. But no, no, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll see. Tonight was uh, supposed to be just sort of fun and lighthearted anyway uh we don't want every episode to be how do we do this and how do we make sense of the world yeah Whoa. no that's so, no fun that's no fun so uh yeah what do you think maybe next episode we'll do our shrek the musical episode oh god we've got a few weeks off we've we have time to, to we have time plan. to watch it yeah i still haven't watched it gotta sit down we're gonna watch it together yeah probably In the i think i think we should do it yeah. I think we should do a Shark the Musical episode next. All right. We'll okay. see what happens. Keep your eye out two weeks from now. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best, people of the world, to, uh, to come up with something else. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. You guys know how to reach us. If you uh, have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free any to reach out. Any ghost stories. Ghost stories. Uh, any, any sort of super... T- words any sort of superstitions that we missed definitely reach out and tell us we would love to hear about them i know some theaters have specific ones that they believe in yeah 
we didn't even go into actor warm-ups or tech prayers as superstitions. Oh, I God. think those are a whole those might be a whole nother episode. Yeah. Thank you, as always, to India Maze for our album cover. And thank you to Pup for the use of their song Sleep in the Heat as our intro and outro music. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Uh have a good week, guys. Next week we will uh, be coming back soon. All right, this is Sandra off headset. Adam off headset.